0: Hey friend, I'm so glad you're here. I pray that you come as you are and walk away feeling changed. And not because of me, but because of Jesus. In Christ, we are a new creation. We're no longer bound by our past or to do things the way we've always done them or even the way the world tells us we should. In him, we are remade and we have new life. So pull up a seat and open your heart as we grow in our walk together and focus on the type of health that's everlasting. Hello, welcome to the Radiantly Healthy podcast, where our focus is keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus and standing strong on God's promises as we navigate through the struggles of everyday life together. I'm your host, Jenny Chattama, and my goal is to inspire you, encourage you, and challenge you to make choices towards a more fulfilling life. How are you today? This morning, this lovely Friday. Thank you for joining me. I'm just coming off of a a two and a half day conference and so um, I'm feeling kind of on a high and also a little exhausted at the same time, but it's been a great uh, couple of days. I was able to speak and and share my story and uh just about overcoming doubt, fear, trauma, and addiction, and so I just feel really grateful and blessed that I was given the opportunity to do that and to also listen to other women sharing their stories of overcoming and hope and it's um, just a very inspiring couple of days so. Uh, today, on this episode, we are talking about the goat. You know what I'm talking about? We're not talking about farm animals here. <laughs> this is... We're talking about the greatest of all time. And I think we we hear a lot about this, um, you know, in the world of sports. Like, the greatest... Um, of all time in terms of like the athletes right now i don't know about you but i grew up in the michael jordan era and my dad was from chicago and so i mean we followed all the chicago sports teams right the the bears the bulls the cubs and so growing up and this would have been when i was in middle school i mean this was when the bulls were like the team And so I spent a lot of time with my dad watching those games and yeah, Michael Jordan, right? Like he's got my vote for the greatest of all time. I know my husband (laughs) would say the same thing, you know, number 23. Uh, I think there's probably some debate about that now. And I honestly like sports world is not something that I can talk about because I really don't know (laughs) a lot about that, but, but we're not talking about sports in terms of the greatest of all time. We are talking about the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? You know, we know God doesn't necessarily play favorites. But there's something that Jesus talks about in Matthew in regards to the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And there's some attributes I think we want to take a look at. And so uh, today, if you've got your Bible, you can, we're going to take a look at Matthew. And I'm going to read with you uh, this morning, Matthew 18, verses 1 through 5. <clears throat> so if you have your Bible, you can go ahead and open up and join me. We'll meet there. It says, who is the greatest? This is Matthew 18, verses 1 through 5. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Wow, right? Like maybe not who you would have anticipated, a child? Like what is Jesus talking about here? And as we kind of dive deeper, you know, into this, he begins to say, you know, Jesus says, whoever humbles himself, right? Like what does that mean? Because sometimes I think we can, we can confuse what humility really is. It's not thinking less of yourself. It's not having any self, um, not having any self-worth. You know, not thinking less of yourself, it's thinking of yourself less. So it's a modest view, right? Not an overinflated view of yourself. It's freedom from pride or arrogance. And so what Jesus is saying, you know, whoever humbles himself like this child... The humility of, of a child consists of childlike trust, of vulnerability. and kind of this inability to advance, you know, on his own, apart from the help direction and resources of a parent. And so we can see how, you know, the child depends on his parent, right? And I think what Jesus is inviting us to is, is seeing him, right, as our heavenly father. Not having this overinflated in, inflated view of ourself and, and trying to advance ourselves or thinking that it's all about us, but, but having this childlike trust, this, this, this vulnerability, right? In terms of our identity, Let's take a look at a couple things because there's a couple resources or, or two, excuse me, two sources that influence our identity. There's our, our family of origin, so the family that we are born into. And then we're also impacted greatly by the outside environment, right? The world, And because of the fall, you know, the the original sin, not only were we separated from God, but we became separated from ourselves. And going back to that child... There's that, that childlike trust, that awe and wonder and playfulness and freedom, right? And then we come into this world and depending upon what our environment was like growing up, And the experiences that we've gone through in the world and, you know, the the fall from original sin that happened, you know, in the garden. That all of those things can separate us from God and from the person that he created us to be. You know, believe it or not, as children, there is some wisdom, but, but that inner voice of wisdom is often silenced if the messages that the child receives, um, you know, from those sources, the, the family of origin, the outside world, um, if those are controlling or damaging, that affects us, right? Right? Children are naturally loving, forgiving, embracing, spontaneous, and resilient, right? And Jesus says, you know, in those verses that whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. You know, and I think after kind of coming off of this uh conference the last couple days, the theme was vulnerability. And I was able to listen to numerous women share their stories of hardships that they've experienced in life and, you know, at different points of their life what Pain, where that led them, and some of the unhealthy habits and patterns and behaviors that, that that pain or that trauma caused. And those things really do threaten our relationship with Christ because they become more like barriers. You know, there's this, um, I like to kind of think of it like scar tissue that forms around our heart depending upon the experiences that we've gone through and that separates us from our creator and the person that he created us to be. And you know, when you think about it like that, we've all gone through something, right? Like we all have a story to tell and there is a strong chance that it's, it's not as, um, our story isn't as squeaky clean as we'd like it, right? But the beautiful thing that happens when we're no longer bound by our past or the things that have happened to us We get to experience and really step into that true self that we were created to be. And it really only is possible through Jesus, through our relationship with him. And as we grow with him, we become more like him and the Holy Spirit makes that possible for us. think about this in your own life, you know, and in terms of a child, right? And, and that childlike trust, that vulnerability, naturally loving, naturally forgiving, embracing, spontaneous, resilient. Is that how you would describe yourself? and i'm not saying this in a condemning way at all but i would love for you to think about it because we have all walked through something that's been difficult and unless we are you know working through that in a healthy way chances are we're we're, we're still walking in our brokenness And as we are operating from a place of brokenness, that's how we begin to see the world around us. Broken, fragmented, hopeless. Our hearts become hardened. We harbor resentment and anger and bitterness. We become so rigid and controlling, and it makes it hard to get back up. But Jesus offers us something different. As I mentioned, you know, it's, it's the Holy Spirit that transforms us to become more like Jesus. And intimacy with Christ is the ticket. That's what's life-changing, is our personal relationship with him. His love just kind of interweaves into our heart and transforms those spaces that, that feel dark or hardened or heavy. So that we have a greater capacity to love. So that we're set free from that, that need to control. We become rooted in, in God's truth and honesty. We're, we're just overflowing with love and, and trusting God. And we understand then that we are a gift from God. And the beautiful part is that then we get to live in, in great joy and peace. We become like that child that Jesus says, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. We take on those attributes and characteristics when we receive the love from our Father. And you know, like I said, God doesn't play favorites. But we can see, right, that that these attributes, we want those things. We want to be more loving and forgiving and embracing of other people. Because ultimately, right, that really just kind of spells out Jesus. That's who he was and is. And as Christians, we do want to become more like him. And as we do... That's what provides freedom in our life. As we turn to our heavenly father, as we trust him, as we vulnerably open our heart to him. We become more like him. And that's what brings us peace. That's what provides joy in our life. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your love. We thank you that your arms are just always wide open to us. I know that you see each and every one of us. We are your. Children, I pray, Father, that if there's anything that stands in the way of us trusting you or opening our heart to you, that we would be willing to just lay that at your feet, Father. Thank you for being everything that we need. That your word is just the truth over our life and and it illuminates our path in this world that can sometimes just feel exhausting and overwhelming. Thank you for the hope that you provide. We give you the glory, Lord. And we pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. Thanks for hanging with me today. See ya. Thank you for supporting the Radiantly Healthy podcast. If today's episode has impacted you, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review, and maybe even share with someone that needs a little extra encouragement and a whole lot of Jesus. Also, I have more free resources available for you to encourage you on your journey towards greater health, healing, and wholeness, including a weekly devotional and blog. You can find all of this plus the services that I offer over at JennyChattama.com.